On today's Friday Fire, we talk about how weight is not the issue. Weight is just another symptom, and we need to stop honing in on only worrying about the scale and worry about all the other things that we're likely dealing with in terms of our symptoms to resolve so that weight can no longer be an issue forever. Live your life within the moment, moment. And don't go wait until the morning, morning. You never know when it is over, over. All that I know is over. It's Friday, y'all. Happy Friday. By the way, you started saying y'all. I don't know if you noticed it. And then I started saying y'all because I picked up on it. I don't know why. I, we don't live know, in Tennessee yet. Um. Yeah. So I ended up probably because I chose to do this, but I ended up with like a really thick Southern accent. When I went to school in the South, um, I very much so, you know, I, I took on the persona of a Southern individual. My roommate freshman year was first of all, strange. Second of all, very, very Southern, like from a very small town North of Memphis. Um, and she would say like, fixing to go to the store and like, like super, super Southern. And then one of my other friends on my basketball team was also the same way. That's so so y'all was just like easier versus you guys. Um, so yeah, I, I definitely feel like y'all has been something I have kept in my vocabulary <laughs> since going to school in the South. Well, and saying you guys is not always like correct. Yeah. Right. So I guess y'all just kind of, and it's not, um, it's neutral. It's a neutral, yeah. uh, yeah, it's a neutral phrase phrase. Yeah. So, but I keep it neutral these days. Yep. Yep. Cause people be crazy. Yep. So. Well, what's going on in the world today? We are talking about weight is not everything. It's not everything that matters. It matters. And we want you to be healthy. We want you to be happy. We want you to be confident. But it is not the end all be all. And I think the frustrating thing is that weight is what is the trigger for people to finally do something about their symptoms. And that is where we are hoping to change perspectives today. We are hoping to change how you look at your body and at your health and maybe also out of frustration of us, you know, and the conversations that we sometimes have because, you know, people will come to us and the, one of the main reasons that they come to us is I I'm uncomfortable. I've gained a bunch of weight in the past year and I need to figure out how to lose it. Well, and I think the biggest piece that we want to drive home today is, it is not all about the weight. There's a reason why you've gained weight. There's a reason why your body is resistant to dropping the weight. And we cannot solely focus on the scale number. You will drive yourself crazy. You're going to be disappointed every day for a long time, most likely, no matter what you do. Mm -hmm. But when you're working with somebody on a healing journey, and let's say you're coming in, you have high blood pressure, high cholesterol, you have hypothyroidism or Hashimoto's or you know other thyroid dysfunction, you're not pooping, or maybe you're running to the bathroom, or you're just very inconsistent. You don't even have to be like chronically constipated. You could be experiencing migraines, brain fog, extreme fatigue, and yet all you want to do is focus on weight loss. At the end of the day, we want to just help you understand that the body doesn't work that way. Mm -mm. And we know that weight is a big part of our confidence as women, right? We want to feel confident. We want to feel sexy. We want to feel good in our skin and in our clothes. Weight is a byproduct of being healthy though. And I would much rather walk around a little bit heavier, 
but feel amazing than walk around with six pack abs and feel like death. Oh, I you cannot even count the and how many times we talk to people that also work with clients. And they're like the people that are these influencers on Instagram or the girls that have super flat stomachs and look like they have the most amazing health are the most jacked up people because they are probably depriving their body of calories. They're completely nutrient deficient. Most of them because of the stress they put on their body to get to look that way from exercise and you know lack of calories, their gut is an absolute mess. Their hormones are tanked and they're a ticking time bomb. And so many of those people end up being the stories of, I gained a bunch of weight out of nowhere, not really out of nowhere. We know why it happened. And now I have to heal my body. Yeah. Well, when somebody was telling us the other week, and we're not going to you know name names, but there's a big influencer that runs a very large thyroid group that helps people understand, you know, their thyroid dysfunction. And listen, Beck and I are not perfect. We've certainly had, you know, our health issues and we're transparent about that. But at the end of the day, I think it's important for people to understand that just because someone looks a certain way on the outside does not mean that things are not falling apart inside or that they are healthy. Mm -hmm. Like size and weight on the scale is not the epitome of health. No, no, absolutely not. And so what we're trying to help the listeners understand today is that weight is another symptom. Weight is a sign from your body. And I promise you, probably not the first sign. Mm -hmm. You might think it's the first sign that's really like caused a red flag for you. But as soon as we start to peel back the layers, it's usually, oh, well, three years ago, you know, I had a really stressful, you know, couple of months. My, I got divorced or my mom died or whatever it is. And then I started like not sleeping through the night and I wasn't eating very much. I was maybe drinking more. I, you know, realized I was getting really bloated and then my periods, you know, they started getting really heavy. Um, I was having really bad cramps. I started developing headaches around my cycle. Like, and then it's all these other things. I have heartburn, you know, I, maybe I'm dealing with, uh, hot flashes, night sweats, like all of these different things are like, oh, that's going on too. That's going mm-hmm. on too. Of course, it's not just the weight. And the weight it, weight gain is never by itself, unless you're just eating like an asshole. Like unless you are sitting down, eating about 4,000 calories a day and piling on the weight. Like, listen, I'll be honest, that stuff's easy to fix. Mm-hmm. We just had to figure out your hunger cues and get eating some nutrient-dense foods and you'll be fine. Yeah. Those people are easy. The problem is when we try and, oh, I am, you know, gaining weight. I need to starve myself more. I need to cut out another food group. I need to go and exercise more. You are doing the opposite of what you need to do. When you, for example, like estrogen dominance, when someone has estrogen dominance, which can cause weight gain for a lot of people, you are actually making things worse when you are starving yourself, cutting out carbs and exercising a ton. Mm Mm-hmm. Because guess where it's coming from? Stress. Yeah. And here's the hardest part about this too, is you might be listening to this and say, well, I'm just not hungry. Yeah. Okay. So stress can drive lack of hunger. Stress can also, for some people, drive intense cravings. And you know, maybe you are going all day without eating, but then, oh man, there's the bag of M&Ms or there's a cookie or a donut or whatever it is. And you don't realize that then maybe you're tipping the scale and over consuming and what you are over consuming is junk right? And the body keeps score. So I would just say, if you are somebody in this place and you're working with, you know, a practitioner or you're considering working, you know, with a practitioner, you need to understand that our goal is to help you get healthy and to help you fix the dysfunction. 
Weight loss is often a byproduct of that, not always. The other piece of this is you have to be willing to make some massive changes. You have to be willing to get uncomfortable and do things differently than what you've been doing. If you come in and you're already under eating and you're unwilling to eat more, here's what I guarantee you, nothing's going to get better. If you're willing to trust the process and you're willing to put in the work and you're willing to adjust and maybe consume some things that you haven't liked in the past or you've just never eaten before and be open to trying new things that your body needs in terms of vitamins and minerals and micronutrients and nourishment, you're probably going to get a lot farther. And again, we love all of our clients so much, but at the end of the day, and I tell everybody who starts with us, we will do everything in our power to help you feel amazing. Weight loss is a byproduct of that. We cannot start manipulating calories and put you on, you know, rotations here where we're looking at cut phases and maintenance phases and things like that until you're healthy. And that means that means being nourished. That means eating adequate amounts of calories for energy for your body to be able to heal because healing is an energy expensive process. When you're stressed, digestion shuts down, right? When you are eating under eating and eating next to nothing, your hormones have nothing to be built from. So at the end of the day, if this is something that really truly matters to you, I you know, I would just encourage you to take a step back and and start to look at your life and your situation from a 10,000 foot view if you can. It's very hard to do when, you know, it's you because you're just in your this bubble by yourself every day and all you see is my jeans don't fit, my yoga pants are tight and the scale is going up. You have to separate that and then look at what are all the things that I am experiencing every day in terms of my symptoms. Do I have good energy? Am I sleeping well, that means sleeping through the night, not waking up multiple times in the night, waking up energized, right? Um, Having good sustained energy and good levels of energy throughout the day, making sure that you're eating good quality nourishing foods, that you're not skipping meals, eating very erratically. You're going to the bathroom one to three times a day, pain-free, you're fully evacuating, you have a satisfying bowel movement. Your period comes, okay, I feel a little bit, I know my period's coming, but I don't have to eat an entire bag of cookies. I'm not going to shit my pants. I'm not going to have to, you know, run extra five miles next week because I just overindulged or I laid up in my bed with cramps and migraines and all of this stuff. Like you see the trend that I'm kind of, I'm trying to paint this picture here. Like we should not be experiencing these symptoms. You should understand that, okay, my period's coming. Sure. I'm a little bit hungrier. I experienced that too okay, maybe I didn't like have the best bowel movement because things are a little bit wonky right now with the start of my cycle, but all that normalizes within a day. I don't have migraines. I don't have horrible cramping that's debilitating me from not going to work or doing functioning and doing my job. If we're experiencing all of those things, that's what matters more because until you fix those things, it doesn't matter if you lose 10 pounds. Mm-mm. No, and and I think the hard thing too is that people... When they're in, by the time you get to like your 40s, 50s, most women have dieted countless times. And the metabolic function is just so not where it needs to be because our metabolism is what you feeds it, what you feed it. And like Liz was saying, you have to eat enough to be able to get to a place where your body is going to feel safe enough to drop the weight. And honestly, a lot of that weight is usually inflammation driven. It's blood sugar issues. It's things that are not going to be resolved, which is cutting calories or cutting out carbs. You need to get to the underlying issue of why your body feels so irritated, inflamed, threatened to a state and understand how to then peel back the layers to start resolving it. Because if you do lose weight, 
somehow while having all of these symptoms, it is not going to last until you resolve the symptoms, until you start to feel better. And until you start to get to this place where your digestion's on point, your sleep's on point, all of that is in line. Because again, if you are not digesting things well, if you're bloated by the end of the day, if you're constipated or having loose stools, all of those are signs you're probably not absorbing food. You're, you're eating food, but your body's not getting the nutrients it needs from it. Do you know how hard weight loss is for the body? It's very hard. And so your body needs to be getting the energy and the nutrients from the food that you are actually eating, or else it's just another stress on the body. And when there's too much stress that accumulates, too much dysfunction happens, and your metabolism takes a hit, thyroid takes a hit, all of the things that impact you losing weight successfully are no longer present. And so we need to focus on other aspects and just try and get rid of the scale talk for a period of time. And if you are unable to do that and you've tried things to lose weight and they aren't working, it is your sign that you need to look from a different perspective. You need to look from a health perspective versus a, I have to cut more calories, I have to do more exercise, I have to, pay, I have to punish my body because I'm so unhappy. And you also need to look at it from a mental perspective. Like if you are just so unhappy and hate your body so much right now, your body's going to feel that. The mental emotional piece has to be in line with the physical piece when you're healing. If you are every day hating and self-talk is so negative and there's just so much of like, I'm so unhappy, I hate my life, I hate how I feel, I hate all the things about my body, you guys, you really, <laughs> you're really going to struggle. And I, I, I know that it's easier said than done, but it has to be a piece of it because if you don't truly believe that something will work and change, it doesn't matter what you do. Mm -hmm. I've seen, we've seen, we've seen it plenty of times. Sadly, we've seen it plenty of times where people put all of the supplements in place. They maybe even, you know, start to make some changes with the diet, but they are just in such a negative mind space. Nothing works. Yep. I just posted today that we're recording this. It's going to be uh, the reel that I post today. And it's talking about that 90% of this journey is mental and emotional. And if you continue to tell yourself that things won't work, you're going to continue to find evidence that things aren't working because it takes time to heal. Mm -hmm. And you have to be able to shift into a more positive healing mindset that I'm going to give myself some grace. I'm going to not hate my body and beat myself up every day with these negative thoughts. I understand that you're frustrated. I've been there. I've worn the baggy black clothes. I have gone to the gym twice a day. I've undereaten and tried to starve myself into being skinny. I've been there and I get it. And it's miserable. And you, you want to get out of that place as fast as possible. But at the end of the day, beating yourself up isn't going to be helpful in this journey. It's going to probably prolong you getting results and so what I would say is if you can't find anything that you like about your physical being, then you need to think about all of the things that your body allows you to do. Does it allow you to spend time with your family and your friends? Does it allow you to talk you know, to people that you love and adore and adventure with them, go travel, enjoy you know, things that you like to do? That, what are all the things that it allows you to do? It allows you to go to the gym and move your body and lift some heavy weights. That brings you joy, right? Your body gives you a lot. You think that, uh, well, I'm just don't need to give it any energy or any fuel. I'll just run I'm on. I'm so eat. busy. I just I don't have any time. I I forgot to eat lunch today. Mm -hmm. I forgot to bring something. 
I had I I only had coffee this morning. Like you guys, what do we expect? What do you expect when you are giving your body nothing to work with? Or you're ignoring the symptoms and thinking that, well, this is just normal. It's a part of mom life. It's a busy season. It's part of aging. How many times have we heard people saying like, oh, it's just part of aging? Oh, how much have we been gaslighted by medical center? Like, oh, that's just part of menopause. Yep. Oh, that's just what happens when you get older. You gain weight. No, it's not. Yeah. Like, (sighs) I, think, I mean, this this week, like the stories that I've heard, yes. you know, from people like the call that I had this morning, she goes, everything that you say on your Instagram is literally my experience. They aren't concerned about some things that are going on cardiovascularly. So they just say like, yeah, it's okay. My thyroid is almost at a five for TSH, but yeah, it's okay. It's still within, you know, you're not dying. Yeah. It's, it's within limits, even though, you know, she's on the high end. And she says, I'm fatigued. I don't feel good. I'm constipated. I'm cold all the time, right? The, the GI doctor says, well, I can tell that you're impacted. So you should just take some Miralax. Remove the FODMAP. Just stay on Miralax for the rest of your life. Yep. Just keep drinking that toxic. Just keep taking Prilosec, even though it's only technically, according to what research shows, safe for 14 days. Just keep taking the PPIs. Yep. Why not? You then guys- just turn into a complete dumpster fire at the end of the day. And they just push you off on other people. Mm-hmm. You know, they're just hoping maybe then, and, and it's not every doctor by any mean. It's know, getting like, worse in my opinion. And I think the problem is that conventional medicine literature and uh, courses and schooling has not been updated. And functional medicine is on the cutting edge of a lot of things. And, and there's the time. lots of research to show it. And it's the time. You know, you think about how many people do you see in the waiting room at the doctor's office? They're understaffed, mm-hmm. right? It's the time. Yeah. So it's not the person's fault. It's the system's fault, right? And how it's, it's been set up. So hopefully you guys understand what we're getting at here. And at the end of the day, I want you to think about, okay, how long is this journey going to take from a standpoint of how long have I been dealing with things? There's some practitioners who will give you kind of a calculation of, you know, one week for every month. That could be true. It could not be true. You know, it really depends upon the person. No one can give you kind of a timeline. But what we do know is that if you don't start changing things and if you don't start paying attention to the symptoms, when your body is talking to you, it's going to start screaming at you. And then you are going to be in a situation where it's a disease state or you're in, you know, a total burnout phase and you're in the emergency room in the hospital because you're having anxiety or panic attacks and your body is just essentially shutting down because it cannot keep up and handle all of the stress. And so we've talked about, you know, this on other podcasts and I feel like, you know, we come on here and we beat a dead horse with you guys, but we just, we want to keep sharing this because one, you're not alone. And two, there's a really cool word that you should put into your vocabulary more and more. And it's also a complete sentence, which is really cool. And that word is no. No, that doesn't serve me. No, I'm not available. No, just as no. If this is something that is really serious for you to change your lifestyle, you're going to have to start saying no to things. Whether that's, you know, happy hour after work on the weekends. If it's, you know, taking on another project at work or your kid's school or whatever that is. If, if you're going to do those things, then you have to look at what else can I say no to? If I'm going to take on a project with the PTO, okay, well then maybe I need to say no to going out on a Saturday with my girlfriends and doing brunch, drinks, and a movie because now my weekend is also shot. 
right? And now I'm stressed because I don't have time to clean my house or grocery shop. And oh, there's the excuse. Didn't have time. I didn't get to the grocery store this weekend. So you're saying yes, 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 yes to all of these things. In the meantime, you're saying no to you, your health, and the things that really need to be a priority. And so you got to look at that. And you got to have, again, a tough conversation with yourself. And then you got to really start to look at what are the things that you're doing to love your body, to support your body, to remove the stress. And I guarantee you, if you can start focusing on some of those things and you get to a better place, symptoms start to improve, right? Then you're probably going to see weight start to shift. Mm -hmm. I think about a lot of times, like, imagine your kid coming to you one day and being like, "Mm, my stomach hurts. I can't poop. And you being like, yeah, we'll see if it gets better. Hmm. And then a week later, mom, my head hurts. Like, it's really hard for me to sleep. And you're just like, eh, you're functional though, right? And then the next day, mom, whenever I eat, you know, broccoli or chicken, I get a really bad stomach ache and my poo is, you know, loose. Well, eat other foods. Like, imagine that is your child. You would not act like that. But when it's our body, we act like that. I have too much else to think about. I can't focus on all of this. It's fine. I'm still able to live my life. I'm still able, but you're not living well. Mm-hmm. Like you guys, we have got to treat ourselves like we matter. And we don't, we don't do that right now. And it's a huge problem. And it's why we have so many chronic issues in the world today. Women in particular are so much more likely for them to because of our hormones, because of the way that we live with being the mom, being the employee, being the, you know, leader of everything, like you take on too much. And yes, men's bodies are more resilient to things, but I'm going to dare to say that they do not take us on as on as much mentally and emotionally as we do. And so you need to not ignore when your body is telling you things because no, it's not normal. I don't care what any doctor says, I don't care what any friend of yours says. It is not normal to not go to the bathroom regularly, daily, with ease. Day or two here or there, yes, I get it. But like, if you are straining, if you have, fi- um, oh my goodness, hemorrhoids. I was about to say fibroids. <laughs> fibroids. Fibroids too. You shouldn't have fibroids either. If you have hemorrhoids, if you're dealing with like running to the bathroom after meals, if you have headaches, if you have night sweats, if you're waking up multiple times a night every night, if you're dealing with chronic constant urination if you're dealing with i don't know let's list i I mean like there's so many symptoms they're not normal Mm -hmm. what is normal is feeling energized every day what is normal is sleeping through the night what is normal is going to the bathroom daily not having constant bloating or stomach aches not having to eat from a list of 10 foods only because everything else upset your upsets your stomach like that is normal and yet in today's world that is very abnormal yeah, because it's common. Mm-hmm. It's too common these days. It's Way almost like common. if you don't have those issues, then something's wrong with you or you're just special, right? You're lucky. Yes. Now, I will say that I think that some individuals, you know, you will have a day or two here nor there, especially if you're a, a menstruating female, where, okay, I'm a little gassy, you know, or I'm a little, um, little bloated. Maybe you've increased your fiber. Actually, a little bit of bloating when you're eating high amounts of fiber is a good thing. It actually tells you that your body is mm-hmm. you know, absorbing the fiber, doing what it needs to do in terms of the bacteria in your gut. So 
there's a little bit of normalcy to that. We're talking about bloating in the way of you feel like distended. Um, you feel like you are three to six months pregnant, that type of thing. So, you know, it's up to you what you want to, I guess, accept um, or settle for. For me, I got to a place where I started to feel better and I was like, man, how much better can I feel? We podcasted maybe six, eight months ago and we were talking about like, you know, I feel like a seven out of 10. Today, I would say I feel like a nine out of 10, to be honest with you. Like there's been a lot of improvement in how I feel day to day just with my health and my energy, keeping up with all of the things that we have going on in our business, doing all the things that I want to do, you know, with my family. And I often think like recently we've been doing, um, you know, the park after uh, school because it's lighter out. Thank God gives us something to do. It's starting to warm up. Marcus always wants to run around. He wants to play cops, um, you know, and I got to get him cops and bad guys. We got to chase them and whatever. Every time I've been running with him lately, I'm thinking about, man, what if I didn't change my life back in 2012? Mm -hmm. Where would I be? Would I be over 200 pounds still? Would I even be able to keep up with him? Would I be able to run and play with him and enjoy these moments with him? Listen, I don't always want to do it. It's freaking cold sometimes and I'm tired and I just want to like chill, but gotta, you got to keep up with the little ones. And yeah, I just, I know that there's so many people out there who don't feel well and they ignore it and they think that it's going to get better. And oftentimes it gets worse. Mm -hmm. And then when it gets worse, you're like, you know, racing the, t the clock. Well, I have to feel better immediately. Listen, Becca, you guys, you got to get me feeling better in 30 days. I have a trip. I'm going on a cruise. I got to lose 10 pounds in 30 days. I'm sorry <laughs> that you waited until 30 days before your cruise. The answer is I can't guarantee you that anything's mm -hmm. going to change in 30 days because you have years here of stress and damage that's been done to the body. Yep. So you got to think about it beyond the weight, man. You got to think about what, you know, what is this like with your kids? What is it like with your husband, your sex life? You want to have lights, you know, you want to have your clothes on, you want to have your clothes off, you want to have the lights on, you want to have the lights off. Like, listen, I'm going to bring it back home again to the sex life because I think so many people think, nah, I don't have to have a good sex life. It's okay. Oh, sex drive went out the window a long time ago. Listen, I've only been married for seven years, so I'm not a marriage expert, but I think that you should still want to procreate with your husband. Mm -hmm. And if you don't have a drive, like that's a problem. Yeah. And if you lost your sex drive, you probably got other symptoms going on too. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You got some low hormones going on. You got all kinds of issues. So at the end of the day, you guys, we want to just drive home. Your weight is just another symptom and it is not going to improve unless you focus on the other symptoms you have as well. Because I can promise you there is no one out there that is just dealing with a bunch of weight gain. There are other things going on and the other things matter more to your body, to your health, and ultimately to that weight being gone for good. 